a lot of podcasts these days. Tip, tip, tippy toe around everybody's little feelings. The little snowflakes are fragile. But you won't get any of that crap here. Welcome to the Mark G Show. From political issues to cultural issues to current events and everything in between, we're talking about it. And we talk about it how we want. Melting the little snowflakes. (laughs) This is the Mark G Show. And this is Mark G. What's going on, everybody, on the Mark G Show? This is a live recording of our show. We will be afterwards. You can find us in on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere else. You can download your podcast. But currently, we are live right now on multiple platforms. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Wisdom app, and as well as today, TikTok. Because, well, I don't plan on talking about too much that's going to get me in the, in the band world, if you know what I mean. Gary, what is going on, my brother? How are you? Well, we are chilling. I am good. Yeah, so we're 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 not going to be jumping around and skating on too much thin ice. Tonight. No, man, no ice today. We're actually going to be talking about our my my new vision after a conversation you and I had about a week ago, and where I where I'm planning on taking this podcast. Um, where we plan on br- branding the Mark G Show on a couple of different of our social media. Um, you know, outlets and where we plan on bringing the show and the kind of content we want to bring to the podcast. So that, that's what we're going to talk about today. So it's kind of a, a kind of a safe subject. You know what I mean? It's pretty safe. It's pretty safe. Fantastic. Well, man, well, let's talk about this. So Mark G show, when we first started this podcast, there was a lot of stuff going on politically wise, culture wise. I mean, there still is. But when we started that, I kept reasonable. My main vision when I first started this podcast was is because Mark Zuckerberg really kept giving me a spanking and banning me from Facebook, and I I couldn't post, I couldn't get my, I couldn't get my free speech out there, and I was like, I need to start up a platform where I can voice my opinions, and that's when the podcast was first birthed, and we did good. There's a lot of stuff. There's plenty of news out there to keep talking about it, but to be honest with you. There's so much more that can be talked about than just politics and culture issues and everything else going on. And where I've seen how my community that I'm building on the TikTok world, on the Twitch world, um, you know, it's a bigger community than I thought. It's not all politics. It's not all culture. It's talking about life in general, talking about video gaming, talking about, you know, Everything really. So when we first started, we were no filter radio before we transitioned to the Mark G show. We found out there was another young lady or older lady that was running a no filter radio out of New York. And we decided, okay, well, we can't do that. We don't want the copyright infringements and stuff like that to come smacking down on us and have big daddy give me a freaking big lawsuit bill and I'd be screwed. So we rebranded to the Mark G show. Great. And now that name can relate to bigger and better things to more topics because the Mark G show doesn't scream political, doesn't scream culture issues unless it's coming from my own fucking mouth. <laughs> so, but it definitely, it definitely is very pro America. Yes. Oh, 100%, man. 100%. Right. You know, I love this fucking country and, 
if I, I will voice my opinion on a lot of things when I have to, and I'll be careful when we're live on certain platforms to voice those certain opinions because the censorship is still real. It really is. I mean, there's just a content creator that just recently got banned of some kickboxer. I'd have to look more into the story uh, who just got banned on every social media profile, um, social media outlet there is for voicing his opinion. He got banned on YouTube. He got banned on Facebook. They even got banned on TikTok. Uh, just recently, they just slapped him hard and he was down. That's the, that's the shit that's so weird to me. Like right? social media is now something that can make or break you. And that's, it's, it's interesting. It is, man. Like social media can legitimately ruin your life. Especially right. if your life is evolved into that whole social media outlet where that's where you get your monetization from. That's where you're bringing in your bankroll. And then they attack you from there and they strip you from being able to do any postings on there. You lose your livelihood. And the sad part is they know this, right? Yeah. If they don't like what you say or what you do, all they got to do is say, okay, Let's take this away from them and watch them cry like a little bitch. And every right can, I'm going to cry like a bitch because that's where they're making their monetization from. They just hurt them where it hurts the most. They hurt them in yeah. their wallet. And they know yeah. this. Mm -hmm. That's sad. That's absolutely sad. I love doing yeah. I love doing stuff like this because it brings in a whole new conversation. We haven't even got to talk about what we're going to be doing. <laughs> I know, right? We're still scratching the intro here. Right, exactly. <clears throat> So, you know, let's let's go into the future of the Mark G show, you guys. And as we're going through, yes, my brother and I, we do this podcast together. And you can almost think that we have ADD and ADHD because, like, we bounce around. My podcast never stays in line. We might. <laughs> we might be un, just these undiagnosed, you know, ADHD <laughs> jumping around. Just might be. You know, we're, we're, we're talking about one subject and then, boom, we're off to another. It just it gets wild. Um, yeah. it really does. But let me tell, tell everybody, listen, everything we do talk about at our show, I'm going to get our disclaimer out anyways, uh, because I really don't know where the show is going to go tonight, but let me let everybody know that the views and opinions on our show are exactly what they are. They're the views of myself, my brother, and any guests they may come on, such as from the wisdom app or from any other place, whether we bring up a chat from a social media platform with someone comments, it's the views and opinions of themselves. It's up to you as a listener to do what you want to do with that information. I always say, do your own research. And that even goes for any mainstream media. Do your own research. Um, so yeah, let's have fun with the show. This is for entertainment purposes only, folks. Entertainment purposes only. Did I, did I do that right? For the most part, I think that was a good one. Yeah. All right. Well, the wife just gave me a funky look, so I just feel like she's looking at me going... <laughs> It was, it was a little clunky. You had a couple things in there, but whatever. It's fine. You covered the bases, bro. We're good. We're good. Thank you. I appreciate that. You didn't, you didn't have to go all big like that on me. Thank you. I appreciate you, brother. <laughs> I love your face when I use the sound effects. <laughs> so, yeah, man. So, let's talk about this. So, the Mark G Show, right? So we've re we haven't rebranded. We're I don't plan on rebranding. I love my logo. I love the name of the podcast. But 
I do plan on possibly changing the intro a little bit because I want to start bringing on more guests. And that's where you folks on Wisdom come in. You folks that are listening through the social media outlets over on TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. I want to widen the Verizon of the Mark G Show. I don't want to sit here anymore and just do straight political, straight culture issue conversations because I feel as if we're all a dying breed. I feel like we're all starting to repeat stuff from the mainstream media is repeating. I feel like we're repeating stuff that other outsource, um, you know, reports are doing as far as independent media, yeah, independent media, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah I feel like we're all, all starting just talking about the same shit. Exactly. Yeah. We're all spewing the same shit. It's just becoming a freaking quacking duck. It just keeps going and going and going. And there's never an end to it. So I want to start opening up the Verizon, start bringing on guests to talk about new things. I, I want to especially, especially want to do a show on addiction because I do feel as if that is a problem within our country right now that needs to be looked into. And I feel like I want to invite someone and I'm trying right now to get my sister-in-law on the show, but if she can't, I do want to talk to anybody that may have suffered from a life of an addiction has turned their life around and is doing good. I want to invite them on the show to talk about that. I want them to talk about when they're at their lowest point in life. What made them finally realize I need to clean up and they did it. Mm-hmm. And now what they're doing good with their life and how they're helping others. I want to have a conversation like that with somebody. I think that would be a great show. Um, you know, I want to talk to more veterans. I want to talk about their experience from being deployed, what their experience coming back home, how they're coping with PTSD, how they're able to help other vets while they're back on the state side. Talking about one of the biggest problems that we're having with our veterans right now, which is the number 22, which I believe that number is even bigger now. And that's how many veterans commit suicide on a daily basis is 22 veterans. That's a scary fucking number. That's another situation that we should be talking about. Um, You know, all of this stuff. I want to talk to, you know, hell, I even want to talk to stay-at-home dads or stay-at-home moms that may, you know, have their significant other be the only ones working, and they're trying to juggle things around. You know, it's related to some parents. Hell, I'm a parent. My wife and I live some of the craziest fucking life people couldn't handle. A lot of people couldn't handle, you know, between running a business, raising five children, to running a whole social media freaking finanza here freaking from doing <laughs> game streaming to podcasting to TikTok and to running another normal daily life like and you cook this. you actually cook you're yeah, not just I actually buying cook. shitty fast food right i mean the last yeah. two days we did eat shitty fast hey, food but well, look you know, i that mean, happens look, once in a while whatever dude <laughs> for the the vast majority of your meals are home cooked yes they are or definitely pizza whatever you know what i mean speaking like, of that i do get to do i want to do a big shout out right now to pinterest pinterest is fucking awesome Dude, I have found the vast majority of my recipes in the last two weeks on fucking Pinterest, man. Like, because I don't know, most parents and most couples will relate to me on this. When it comes time for dinner, that's the worst subject to have in your fucking house, either in the morning or in the afternoon. Like, what's for dinner? And it bounces back and forth. Like, I don't know. I don't know. What should I go buy today at the store for dinner? I have no clue. That is the worst fucking conversation. The biggest headache you can get is what's for dinner. So I went to Pinterest and I type in family dinners. 
healthy family dinners or whatever. And I found so much shit. I have yet to cook them all. The most recent recipe I did was a sweet Italian sausage casserole. And it was so tit to make and so fucking delicious. Dude, Mm. all it was was Italian sausage, cheese, marinara sauce. And that was it, really. That's all you want to eat because, you know, that was a keto-friendly meal. We added some white, like some jasmine rice to put that over on top of the jasmine. Oh, my, dude, I was in love with that fucking dinner. And then the leftovers. What was it, just sausage with marinara sauce and cheese and you baked it or something? Yeah, man, you fried up the sausage with some green peppers, red peppers, yellow peppers. And, and yeah, you just fry it up and then you throw it in the casserole dish and bake it so the cheese is nice and crusty on top. Oh my dude, it was so fucking good. And then the leftovers, you get yourself some sub rolls, man. And you throw that on the sub rolls, throw a little extra cheese on that. A keto meal, and then you fuck it up by throwing the rest of it on a sub roll. I Hell yeah, it. man. That's, that's the best way to listen, do it. Man. Hey, you know what, though? To be honest, though, that's not a terrible way to do it because, like, you know you're eating quality, just real legit whole food, right? Exactly. If you want to a little bit of bread, fuck it. Eat a little bit of bread. That's you it, know? Man. The majority of your food is good food. Exactly. The majority, a large majority yeah. of food is good food, right? <laughs> And so, yeah, so that, it's great, man. So as you guys see, we kind of bounce around. Like I was talking about the changes <laughs> when we're going to the podcast, how, who, the kind of people I want to talk to and bring on the show. And then we go over this way. So, but it's great. Yeah, so hey, chefs, if you're a badass chef if, or if you love cooking, fuck it, you know? Yeah, hell yeah. If, y'all, yeah, if you're bad. a badass at cooking, maybe you're like the star cook of your family cooking dinners. Let's talk. Let's yeah, talk yeah. about some of your meal preps, what you do, what you cook for your family. This is the type of shit I want to start bringing on a show. I want to widen the horizon. What's going on, Chris Palatino? I see you over there on Facebook. Um, but listen, I want to talk to you guys. And there's multiple ways you can get a hold of me. You can send me a private message on any of these social media platforms that you see here on the screen. For those who are listening on Wisdom, I'm going to give out my email address right now. Same with uh, TikTok. Y'all can email me at uh, on air at the Mark G show.com. Like it's such an easy email on air at the Mark G show.com. And if you're having a hard time finding that email or under, remembering it, just go to the website, the Mark G show.com. And there's a contact us link right up there. Click on that. Send me an email. Let me know. Hey, I want to be on the show. Let me know what you want to talk about. We'll get you scheduled Currently, right now, the podcast is recording every other week. But, you know, if I have to squeeze you in on a concurrent week of the podcast, I will most definitely do so. I'm not afraid to skip a TikTok day, I'll say, because that's what I do on the every other week. I kind of take a break from the podcast and I do a TikTok thing. I don't mind taking a break from that and joining in the podcast because, yeah, I want to create more of a wider range of a content here on the show. That's my biggest vision with this. And I need you guys' help as listeners, as viewers, to help me get that content by being a guest. And I want, I want to talk to you about your lives. I want to talk to you about, hell, how you're juggling life. I want to talk to you what your thoughts are, what's going on in the world. You know, we don't have to stop talking about politics. You know, I want to talk to people who have different views than me. I mean, I've always offered people who have different views than me to come on the show. I'd like to have that conversation. Would would be interesting to hear from a like a middle school or a high school teacher 
that's been teaching for like 20 or more years and is still currently teaching. I think that would be a fucking mind blowing conversation. That would be a phenomenal conversation to be honest, to see how, to see how, you know, it went from when they first started as a teacher to where it's at now, how much has changed for them, how much they've had to filter themselves as teachers from back when they first started to now, that would be a crazy conversation. Right. That would be something. There's got to be, because like we were talking about the other week, like my teacher for like seventh grade ended up being our sister's teacher, I think in high school. And our dad used to crush some beers with that dude at the, at, at a local pub. So it's pretty funny. Right. Yeah, man. I, I'm sorry. Well, you were saying, so I was commenting. Are you, yeah, 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 yeah. I got the <laughs> slight distraction again. But just get went, talking. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's funny. That's funny. Oh shit. Um, but yeah, so it's like, you know, I'd be, I'd be curious to hear from him. I think that would be a, a pretty interesting conversation. It would uh, be. I mean, hell, I would even like to talk to someone in the old, I, I'm going to say older generation. I mean, I'm not young myself, but I would love to talk to somebody that's in there, you know, six, late sixties, early seventies to talk about what their views are on everything that they're seeing from, you know, from the time that they were a teenager to now where what they think of how the, all the changes that are currently happening in our country. Right. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's, it's been a, it's been a lot. And I think someone in the position of like a teacher would be pretty cool. Cops. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be interesting to hear from, from someone like that too on the front line, but I feel like kids in school, that's really where you get a, a pretty real sense of society. Right. right. I think. Ah, oh, shit. Chris Palatino here is really trying to push me. Chris, <laughs> for anybody listening on Wisdom, we got a pretty active chat right now going on social media. And I, I just want to say, Chris, <laughs> love you, man. But Friendly troll. Yeah, he's being a little the troll right troll. now on, on, on social media. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I got, uh, I came in, I got chat going like crazy over here on the TikTok world. Uh, nice. Yeah. So it looks like somebody says they're some about the oh they can't even post on Facebook right now because of their opinion. Well, good. Why don't you come on the show and right? talk about it? Because you can share your opinion here. You definitely can share your opinion. I love to hear people's opinions. And it don't even have to be about politics. What's your opinion on no. other things, man? Yeah. I mean, what's your opinion about the biggest divide that we've seen in our country? And it's not color. Is the biggest divide against people's political views. Like that is one of the biggest divides i've seen in quite some time the biggest yeah. divide against vaccine choice i'm not skating yep. on water i'm not saying anything bad just so everybody's listening on youtube twitter and twitch and tiktok right now i'm not saying anything bad i'm just saying that i can see the big these, division right now and it's these are just insane. hot topics these yeah. are hot topics right now right? they are hot topics like it's sad like there's so much hatred between the human race right now over because of people's personal choices and we've never seen it this bad. Never. And yeah. it's being created. And this is not a oh, lie. No, totally manufactured. It's 100% manufactured. And I'm not saying it's being manufactured straight from the government. It's being manufactured from mainstream media. It's being manufactured from other outlets 
like us, private opposition. Yeah. Our opposition, our enemies, like you can just create bots and you can just create endless, you know, online profiles and stir the pot. And the, and like they are doing that, you know, they're it's absolutely like, doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the Internet's uh, it's tricky, right? It's tricky on here because everyone's everyone is going to get information or something to cross their path. That's going to, quote unquote, trigger them in some way, shape or form. You know, it's weird. It is, man. Like. So let's talk about being triggered and stuff like that. When I first started doing TikTok and stuff like that, I was, my TikToks weren't as fun per se. I wasn't being lively. I didn't do my quote unquote pineapple act like I typically do on there, the gaming. I was more political. I was stating a lot of stuff. I was getting quite what you call white screen on TikTok, which keyword bananaed, aka uh, banned, you know. So I say these keywords. I still got to be careful. You never know if I'm going to get that screen again, but. The last time I got it pretty bad was because of a t-shirt that I wore. It offended somebody. I ended up getting it revoked, but I offended the person to the point of the t-shirt that I wore that they reported me to TikTok. And TikTok killed my live feed. And I had a fight to get it back. And the funny part is, is after it happened, I went into that person's room that I was in what they call a TikTok battle. And I was listening. And they were having everybody like cheer him on because they reported me because of my t-shirt. Why have we come to this point that if you don't like what somebody's wearing, you're going to report their account or try to get them in trouble because you don't like, like that don't make sense to me. Like, if you don't like what a person's wearing, you don't like what a person's saying, especially on social media, there's a thing. It's called scrolling. Just scroll by. You don't have to read it. You don't even have to listen to it. You can just scroll by. But instead, you feel as if this, oh, this offends me, so I'm going to make their life miserable. I'm going to disrupt their life and go ahead and get that account taken off. The vast majority of those people, like 97 plus percent of those people are, are very weak and, uh, wouldn't dare to try to act as cool in person to your face as they do online. Exactly. They're only doing it a hundred percent because they know there's zero recourse for their actions. If they were to say some shit and get punched in the face Ah, they would quick, they, they would, uh, with, uh, water balloons and pillows. <laughs> Keep a PG 13 brother. No, because I'm sorry. I, did, I forgot. I forgot. Come on, um, you, can you know, that's uh, so Mike Tyson always says that thing, you know? So it's like, <laughs> but like, you know, if there's recourse for your actions, then I think people become a little more, uh, mindful, you know? Right. To other people, like if you like it or you don't, just like it is what it is, you know. Exactly, man. Like we need we need to move on to life. I remember sitting down at the Thanksgiving table back when we were kids. There were disagreements, but in the end of that disagreement, they still sat there and had their beers together and shot the shit and they didn't care. They lived on life. Nowadays, you have a disagreement with a family member, you hate them. You're freaking blocking them from everything. You're freaking not visiting them anymore. Like it's done with like 
the families are being destroyed over political and cultureness. Families are being destroyed over stupid BS now. It's crazy. Like we should remember that we can have these opinions and there are opinions. And if you don't like it, great. We can still listen to each other and you can just blah, 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 blah. That's what happens to me when I listen to my mother when she talks about Biden and I just hear, and it goes one ear and out the other ear. And, you know, and I'm sure the same thing goes with I'm talking about my politicalness. I'm sure in her ear, all she's hearing is me, 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 me. Until I post right. something on Facebook. Charlie Brown's wah, 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 wah. Right? <laughs> exactly. That's it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I tell you, my mother and I have completely different political views, and we go head-to-head sometimes on Facebook. Where we, we just recently had a little battle on Facebook on another subject that I will leave Recently? Off. Recently. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. You'll have to look it up, man. You'll have to look it up. I'll, I will. I will. <laughs> I'll dig. I'll dig. But yeah, well, like someone on TikTok just said, take it out in the backyard when you have a disagreement. I think they're, I'm, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So old school, old yeah. school method, right? Exactly. Old school method. Talk, talk it out with your hands. That's it. Patty cake, the, patty cake. And then hug each other afterwards and have a beer together. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, I, I'll remember there was a That's time, the in, right? It is, man. Like, so I, I could tell a story. So when I was in high school, um, you know, when conflict was in high school, you, you handled it and you did it hand to hand, face to face, right? That's how it was back in our day because we didn't really have social media. Well, no, we didn't really have social media back in our day. I think MySpace was there, but no, MySpace wasn't there. MySpace is when I was in my 20s. Dude, the internet Fuck, didn't get real. Old. Yeah, yeah. The internet wasn't real when we were uh, when we were younger. Yeah, like so it was. It was very archaic. It was. What, so, yeah. like, I just remember an event. Like, I have I have a couple of half brothers, and I was in high school. With my uh, half brother Ben, and he he was uh, he pulled the fire fire alarm at school on a dare. You know, back when we did stupid shit when we were kids. So he pulled the fire alarm on a dare. So of course I knew about. It. I was laughing about it. everybody's outside at this time. And, well, somebody ratted him out. And, of course, when you're at that time, there's a, there's a code snitches get blank. I'm not going to say. Hold on. Let me try that again. Snitches get. And then, you know. <laughs> did you I had that? surgery on my knee and they had to stitch it up. Right. There you go. <laughs> I don't know if that beeping sound came through. The, it did. Did, it, did it? Nice. So it does work. I got a bleepy bleep. <laughs> I got a bleepy bleep now. But. <laughs> So, you know, but needless to say, everybody approached me knowing that I'm his brother is like, Mark, so-and-so ratted him out. You've got to take care of him. And at this time, I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, man, they ratted him out. You got to take care of him. The cops are taking, you, you know, the cops got your brother in the office. So, you know, this is when peer pressure was really good. You know, so the kid that ratted out my brother, they had him in a corner, dude. There was this big circle on the steps of this high school. Like, we're on the top of the steps, and everybody closed us in. So at this time, I'm looking around. I'm seeing everybody staring at me, and I see this kid staring at me. And I, I could tell that, you know, me and this kid are almost the same height, same size. Like, this is not going to go well for either one of us. So I look at the kid, and I'm like, dude, did you wrap my brother out? Like, he's like, yeah. So we ended up having a fight on the top of the steps. And we were too, like, we were really evenly matched because we got each other in a headlock. And we're both hammering on each other in a headlock. <laughs> and we went over the side of the rail. 
The oh, railing no. of the steps, dude. We both landed on our side. We're both still in this headlock. And we just looked at each other. Both at the same time, dude. We go, done? Yeah, we're done. And we walked away. And we talked throughout, for the rest, you know, up till like, at least three more years of high school. <laughs> and, and it was it, man. We squashed our yeah. shit. It was just, you know, that was the shit. That's how we should be today. But we're not anymore. People are cowards, man. People are cowards. They're they're physically and mentally weak. Um, so when what do you do when you're like physically and mentally weak? You get desperate and you start doing like really sketchy, really shady shit, right? Exactly. Strong, confident people don't do that stuff. Right. So we got a question over on Facebook from Chris Palatino saying, Can you send me something to follow you on TikTok? So Chris Palatino, uh actually I'm going to make this very easy for you. All my social media profiles for the Mark G show is that the Mark G show. You want to find me on Facebook, the Mark G show. Want to find me on TikTok, the Mark G show, Twitter, the Mark G show. I, I think, but what if I want to find you on YouTube, the Mark G show. No, are you, are you on the discord? We are, but that one's how different. that one's different. But you can go to the uh, markgshow.com and find a Discord <laughs> link on there. Click on it. <laughs> <laughs> what is your Discord then? I'm just curious. No, well, Discord's Discord's weird, right? So when you got a Discord, it has like this hashtag and numbers at the end of your channel. So we are the Mark uh, G Show on Discord, right. but there's it's a like hashtag, hashtag and random numbers whatever. at the end. Yeah. Okay. But uh, we do have a Discord. It's not very active, but we do have it. <laughs> I wish it was more active. Can't get easier than that, or at least you would have think. I, you're exactly Chris, but you know, sometimes when you're an older person, we get it. We, we understand, Chris. Hard times happen. But speaking of Chris Paltino, man, I'm very happy for him. Um, he's so he when I make hot sauce. Remember how when I when I quit drinking, one of my biggest loves was falling in love with hot sauce, making hot sauce, and doing like these videos of hot sauce to keep my mind off of drinking. Well. He, over this course of this week, did what's called a um, extreme wing challenge or something in that matters. Like one of those extreme hot wings, like if you can bang through five or ten of them, you'll get a t-shirt. Right. Well, he did it. He went live on oh. Facebook and he did it. And it was pretty fun right. to watch. I mean, I was watching him in pain and I was just sitting there laughing going, is this what people feel when they watch me eat my hot sauce when I do these videos? Yes. Yes, it is. It's exactly the <laughs> so, same thing. I'm like, all right, I'm liking this. This is why people watch me when I'm doing the hot sauce stuff. Speaking of that, we're going to start doing that again. But I'm not doing that. I'm going to do that only for TikTok. Dude, I got some ghost peppers that are popping out. Nice. You'll have to send me some. You know I will. I will eat it live on TikTok. Boom. <laughs> Hey, well, he's, he's, Chris Palatino thanked me so nicely over there on Facebook. He's such a sweet guy. He seems very pleasant. He is. He is. I should pull up his. I should pull up his uh, <laughs> sincereness over here real quick on the screen. Hey, look at look at that mug right there. Look at you, Chris. We love you, man. He's a truck driver, y'all. We should be saying thank you to all of our truck drivers. You know they do keep America. For sure. Running. They For truck sure. drivers definitely keep America running. But yeah, man, so that's really what I want to talk about tonight. It was just a change. Like, so the biggest change that people are really going to be seeing is only on two of our social media platforms. Um, they're going to see the change over on our Twitch and over on our TikTok um, because we are building a community here on the show. And our community is bigger than I really thought. And to be honest with you, when I first started doing the whole game streaming thing, 
it was more of a leisure, fun, like, eh, let's try it out and see what happens. And it blew the fuck up. Like, it's amazing how many people love to watch people play video games. Like, it's mind-blowing. So I was at 8,000 followers on TikTok. Before I even thought about game streaming, I was at 8,000 followers. In the course of this month and this month alone, from playing just a few select games, I went from 8,000 followers to 25 fucking thousand followers. We're almost at 26,000. I think we're like 300 away from 26,000 followers. That's like, are you even good? Are you any good? Oh, I fucking suck. You're terrible. I am horrible. <laughs> like, really? I'm okay. the worst video gamer out there, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm the worst. And it's fucking hilarious. Like, I'm what they call a potato. I'm what a they potato. call. Yeah. So a potato on a game is that person you want that you want with you on your crew. Like if you're doing like call of duty or whatever, you want that one person to play with you because you know, they're going to take the hit as you're freaking going through, you know, that's the person you want with you. Cause they're going to take the hit and you're going to get the W because got that it. person got shot down and you're still running. Thanks to them. Got it. They're that okay. person. <laughs> okay. They're that person that got sniped for you. So they they like potatoes in the game. Oh, they love potatoes. Okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. Oh shit. Let me see. We got a Facebook. Tell you what, I'll do a hot wing challenge on. Yeah, Chris. Definitely, man. You let me know. We'll set up the time on the show. We'll bring you on the show. And you know what, Chris? The day you do that, you let me know and I'll make sure I hook up some hot wings myself. We'll get Gary some hot wings as well. And we will do a hot wing showdown on the show. That sounds like a fun show. Look at look at the sweat just rolling off Gary's head right now. Like Gary's like, Mark, you're an asshole. This is, this is post-workout. <laughs> post-workout. Fire still burning. <laughs> oh man. We we should we call you we should call you a tater. Be hot wing showdown. You streaming this. Yes, I am streaming on Twitch right now, Johnny Day. We are definitely streaming on Twitch right now. Um, so that's, let's talk about that. So Twitch is going to be a multi-stream. Wow. Oh, you know what it is? I'm wearing a gray shirt. So my freaking green screen's tying into it. Um, so our Twitch channel is going to be both. <laughs> our Twitch channel is now going to be both podcast game streaming and just chatting. There are some days that I do my live streams and I'm just shooting the shit, having a conversation with our viewers just to give, so people get to know me. Like if they have questions for me, it's a great way to be interactive so they can ask it. So our Twitch channel has changed to podcasts and game streaming as well. So I just chatting and that's one of the main channels and my TikTok's going to remain the same, but I want to try bringing more podcasts to TikTok. And that is another reason for me to open up the Verizon, right? Because TikTok is known for sitting there hitting what you call the ban hammer on people. If you, people don't like what they're saying, they report you you get banned from TikTok. And then unfortunately in the TikTok world, you are you are guilty until proven innocent. So they're reversed, right? Because in a real world, you should be innocent and proven guilty. That's that's America, bro. That is that's America. an American that, that's an American thing. That's, uh, that's a freedom thing. <laughs> John Day says, Can you share clips of this on Twitter? I'm not sure. I you can share clips of this, uh, John Day. Um, I do know that this video is currently live on Twitter as well. This whole video is currently live on the Mark G show on Twitter. We are broadcasting live on there now. 
So yeah, man. I mean, that's I want. I can't wait to see the conversations we're gonna have with the show. Like, so let me re- reiterate some of the things. If I said that right, did I just completely butcher that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, let me let me try this again. Hold on one second. So Gary, well, I mean, what yep. are your thoughts on the change? I know you and I had a conversation about this, but are you down for this type of a change? Are you down? To have yeah, man. Type of interviews with people, like of course. I've been all I my think, whole life. I've been doing a social butterfly. So right, and and I like people. I like hearing from people. I like to hear how people think, how their experiences have shaped them. You know what I mean? Everybody's got a story, and um, I think that. Uh, the last couple of years has has been interesting and there's been a lot of change and i think right i think it'd be interesting to connect with people and um just be human connect with humans exactly and that's where i want to take this show so for everybody's listening right now if there's anything you want to talk about i mean literally anything email me send me a message let me know what you want to talk about and if it sounds good and like you got a story i want to have you on the show like like i said i want to oh, we got a request coming in hold on let me bring him in we got a request coming in from wisdom all right alondro hold on one second oh they're coming in about three seconds i'm better probably gonna butcher the name alondro what's going on man it's mark uh what's up mark how you doing man Who's the other guy with you? Uh, that's my brother, Gary. Nice to meet you too, Gary. Likewise, so, brother. Uh, guys looking for a, for a topic to, to uh, eat up like it's cake? Always, man. Um, well, uh, leadership and, 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 and how if somebody wants, believe me, I, I have a very complex one and I can, I can offer a lot of topics to anyone. Um, uh, class leadership and and how and how people should be should should change it like because not not everyone wants to be a, a class leader like basically just of the generation not of the whole country just literally just the small like little uh, generation like I'm the last of the 1990s not 1900s more like 1990 right. No, I get what you're saying, man. Right now, we we do and and, and for me, I think it just needs a little bit better leadership because um, mine is the last of them. Like we are the last. Like like once once we're gone, you know those two thousanders, you know they, they're they're going to be the next country to to lead uh, uh, to lead uh, generations for the future, um, and 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 I think that it it, it should be. Um, it, it should be a, a, a very democratic, uh, like like for me, I was born under a democratic president. Um, and then I think that the next uh, generations after this is like the two thousands could be more uh, right uh, right leaning leadership for for every generation after me. Are there any areas specifically with leadership that you think could use some strengthening? Uh, just, um, good question. How about, uh, how about, uh, um, leadership is broad. Uh, this is the reason I'm asking. Like, very, very broad. It's very broad. And, and, a, and a lot of, and as I said, I think it should be a very left leaning, very democratic leadership that I want to, uh, lead my generation down the right way because I believe that kindness, 
and 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 uh, strength and courage can really lead a generation the right way. Okay, I mean, I'll yeah. agree with you there. I I definitely agree with you that we are in the current state that we're at right now. We're seeing a lot more sheep than we are seeing wolves in a thing. We're seeing a lack of leadership, a lot a lot less of people wanting to take that leadership role because they're scared, right? A lot of people are scared. Like, if I tried to be this leader, then what are they going to think about me? What are they going to say about me? Are they going to cancel me? Like, people are scared to speak up now. People are scared to try being a leader. So there's more people falling into that. I'm just going to be a follower mentality. And I see that quite a bit. And I actually see that in some of my children as well. You know, and it's scary. And I try to teach them that it's better to be a leader than it is a follower. Gary? I, th I think another interesting take is there's a lot of liability these days for people to step up into some of these leadership positions. Um, more often than not, somebody that's in a leadership position has to make a decision at some point. That's going to be a difficult decision. And as a result of their decision, there's going to be people who are, who are happy and who are unhappy. And unfortunately in today's, era the people who are unhappy with something will you know they they overreact because it hits them as with like a, a negative emotional trigger and then instead of them dealing with hardship in a in a like a respectful healthy way they they lash out and they become very they become victims in their mind and it's and again, that brings back to like something I was saying a little bit earlier, where I feel nowadays people are physically and mentally weaker than they were, like, especially even before my generation and I'm 40. Right. So, um, I just think that people are kind of soft these days and it's, it's unfortunate. And I agree with you. I do think leadership needs to step up in, in a multitude of different ways. So I, I, I think what you said, Alejandro, is, is very correct. Thank you. Thank you, Alejandro, for coming on the show. I appreciate you. Yeah. So, yeah, kindness. Kindness is one of those things, right? But I'm not, I'm not sure if, uh, if his understanding of democratic leadership is because if he was a 90s baby and he grew up in that, in that time frame, like, you know, the, the Democrats and Republicans, their their roles seem to switch every other generation or some shit. You know what I mean? And right. then it's like things get muddy and then the information gets kind of distorted and it's really hard to know which side politically was was for or against some shit. Because what's going to happen is like in 15, 20 years, they're going to say that the Republicans were the ones. Uh, and again, I'm not trying to make this a political debate, but like in 20 years, like this whole COVID thing is going to be like, it's going to be the, they're going to say that the people on the left were the ones who did not wear the masks and they right. were the ones who were fighting for freedom when in fact, unfortunately, the ones on the left were, were very, very much in a rush to like ruin people's lives who didn't cooperate. And I think that that's very undemocratic and I think that's very un-American, but I don't know. I'm an idiot. So, so we got a question down here and I, to be honest with you, Johnny day over on Facebook, I'm not sure where, where my brother does. It. I believe we do have some of the same, uh, I, 
ideologies about know. this, but I'm not sure. We can talk about this. This is a good one. Yeah, let's let's, so, let's a little. We can dip our right, toe so in here. So Johnny Day on Facebook just asked us a question over here and says, "Do you two have the same stance on the college debt relief?" So I will give my opinion, and then my brother right. can give his. I just recently had an argument with a friend of mine uh, over this, and it was because of a comment that I made. Let me state my comment, and then I will go over my thought process on how I thought this should have been how, how, um, dealt with. Okay, number one, I made a post saying, well, since I worked my ass off to pay off my college debt that I had, matter of fact, I fell behind. They took my taxes to pay off my federal student loan debt. They literally took my taxes from me and uh, pay it off. I said, Are you getting that back? No, I'm not. So I said, where's my $10,000 refund check? To pay it for the debt that I paid off. And I got a comment saying, oh, so you're going to bitch because they're finally doing something for the American people, but you're going to bitch and say that mentality of I busted my ass to pay off my debt, then you should too type of mentality. So yeah, I, I definitely say that, yeah, I do have that mentality because to be honest with you, to me, that's like a smack in my face, right? When I got a debt, when anybody enrolls in a debt, whether it's college, credit cards, car, or house, you got that debt as an individual because you did. Do I do I agree that colleges charge an outrageously sick amount of fucking money for some ridiculous courses? Hell yeah, I do. I'll fucking agree with you 100% that they do charge an outrageous amount of money. And some of these courses are f- stupid, <laughs> say bluntly. But yeah, I agree. But at the same time, you have a choice of which courses you want to take. You have a choice of which college you want to take and how much money. Now, with all that being said, I agree that I don't like this. I 100% don't agree with this. But here's the thing. One way that I do agree, if they would have handled it, I probably would have been down for it. We are lacking right now in a major way in America on a lack of doctors. We're lacking on nurses. And now, mind you, this is also fault of the government right now because of forced for something, you know what resignation. I mean? Resignation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. forced resignations, okay? Yeah, we'll call it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're lacking in that. So if we were going to offer this $10,000 rebate or whatever you want to say, not even rebate, forgiveness on these loans, I would have been 100% down for it if it was for jobs that we needed. And for that being said, if it was for more doctors, if it was going towards people with doctors, nurses, CNAs, RNAs, or even if it was going for people in trade schools, right? Because we definitely need a trade. Because if you're looking at where we're at now, we're lacking in trade professions. Not any, A lot of people are not doing these trade professions anymore. But the ones who are, if that was going towards them, I would be down for that. So that, for, that, that's my opinion on it. That's my thought process. Where, where are you staying on it, brother? So... I, uh, it's funny. I actually got into a little bit of a debate today at work with uh, one of my coworkers over this. So, I mean, it really comes down to the, 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 the first point that I think needs to be addressed is the fact that these college student loans are predatory as <laughs> they're like insanely predatory. They are taking advantage like no other to these people who are 18, 19, 20 years old, 17, even in some cases, like how on earth are they even allowed to do that? Like, that's my first take on them. So 
that's that's a huge problem that I feel like needs to be fixed. You fix that problem, and I think the problem in itself goes away, right? Right. Colleges, yeah, I I do think that they charge an exorbitant. You know, they, they charge too much. I think uh, for the, the people who are actually smart and know how to use their brain, you're going to get your first two years in community college. Take that shit because it's cheap. You can afford it. You're still going to get the same books that you're going to get if you take those first two years at a, at a, a university. Um, but OK, so to, 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 to give my my full answer and clarity, I think it's really stupid to forgive those loans. And I know there's a lot of people who got loans who are going to think I'm a jerk for saying that. But don't take loans if you can't afford that shit. Don't take the loan. It's going to cost you a house. That's that's your entire future. And unless you're guaranteed to get out of school with whatever degree you're getting and you're going to make $400,000, you're never going to pay that damn loan back. So do the math before you do that shit. Because like, I don't know, I'm not a big fan of, I'm not a big fan of the, the debt being forgiven. I think it's annoying as shit. So like I said, so school teachers, your your standard district school teachers get paid by tax money, right? That's how schools do they? Yes, yeah, so they get paid by tax money. Like when I'm like like your mortgage, well you don't I don't think you have a mortgage, but but when you, Oh, we do. Okay, so wait, I'm not why why am I in tiny mortgage? No, when you pay your state tax, your city taxes on your home, that goes a poor, large portion of that goes to your school. If you look at like where you break down your your taxes on your home, you'll see where it says um, how much goes to your school system. And I think for my town, it's something like it's a ridiculous amount. It's almost like it's like fifty five percent of the funds from that us goes towards our school system here. It's crazy. You, you can find, I believe. But I'm does it really that. though? Does it really? And what part of the school system exactly is getting that money? Because I know teachers don't make a ton of money. Well, I that, know that. That's why I kind of was talking about that because I'm going to break oh, okay. down a little bit. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I was right, curious because we're talking angry. about the ridiculous amount of money, right, that colleges charge. Okay. Right. So I, I wanted to look and kind of break it down a little bit as far as the cost of school teachers make um, to Are you talking college public professors. Yes, like public, school public schooling. Okay. So, for instance, I'm just going to kind of scroll through. For an Alabama, a base average teacher salary in Alabama, and this is for public schooling, is $50,000 a year. Hmm. Okay, and I'm going to scroll down a little bit more here, um, and I'm going to go up to one that's pretty decent, but I don't know what the cost of living is. Um, in Maryland, the average cost, yearly cost for a teacher is 70000 a year, which is pretty decent money, in my opinion, for one How much? 70000 uh, I know it's a little, right now, the highest inflation, it's going to hurt, but... But let's go, uh, let's look over to, uh, here we go, New York. One of the highest crime, one of the highest crime rate states out there. The average teacher over there, their salary is $85,000 a year. Now, mind you, the cost of living in New York is insane. So that, that makes it, uh, Johnny Day says school budgets can be 85,000, but you're basically, you need to, you're, you're showing up at any given day where you're going to get murdered. Right. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'll agree. <laughs> and I'll take a can, pay cut somewhere else, you know. Let's go to my local state here. Let's see what my the people in my state make. So it's teacher in Maine. 
their average uh, yearly uh, salary is $54,974 a year. See, that's, that's garbage. That is absolute garbage. Okay. Now let's go to an average professor at a college. So an average uh, professor's salary in Rhode Island um, is $118,000 a year, almost $119,000. It's one eighteen seven twenty two. What's What's that? That's for a professor at a college. 120? 120,000. Mm. Okay. Now, you ready to shit your pants? I wonder how much this college co- charges uh, in New Hampshire. For national universities, New Hampshire has the highest professor salary of $166,273 a year. So you're telling me a fucking professor is getting pretty damn close to a quarter million dollars to teach a college. So is the problem that's money. That's that, money. That's money in the bank, man. I mean, but that is why these colleges are charging a ridiculous amount of money. Right. Like that dude could pay off his student loan. Everyone else cannot. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so but I, don't know. I mean it's an interesting thing. It is very interesting. And so to say the least, and here's the other thing that kind of pisses me off about this whole thing is the fact that it was signed under an executive order. It did not go through Congress for approval or anything like that. The president took his little pen, or I'm going to say V, the former VP took his little pen and signed the paperwork to run this through and bypass any voting. Do I think that we should have had a vote on this? Hell yeah, I do. Because maybe there would have been things that brought into it and said, you know what? Yes, let's go ahead and forgive $10,000 to the people who went for the, go for doctors, that went for RNAs, CNAs, you know, jobs that contribute to society. Exactly. And but that's fucked up to say. So hold on. So we can't say <laughs> that we can't say graphic design artist doesn't contribute. We can't say that somebody who took an accounting degree doesn't contribute. Uh, philosophy degree no that one doesn't contribute um you know you know there are certain degrees like certain educations are kind of right mm, i don't know how to say it without being without hurting some of them snowflakes right, yeah out there. so try we'll, we'll try we'll just say right. like, there's stuff that there's certain degrees out there that go straight towards the woke agenda there's literally agrees to a lot of what could you, yeah. there's political degrees. science. Yeah, I <laughs> we mean, could do without that major, we could forever. definitely do without that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there, yeah. there's stuff like that. You shouldn't get a $10,000. No, no, you should not get a $10,000 forgiveness on it. Not at all. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, I mean, I, I can't say not all jobs matter, right? We'll say all jobs matter, but there's certain jobs that are going to benefit you a little bit more. You need a doctor. A America or a world without doctors, we're fucked. We're fucked. We're going back to medicine, man. You know, you're going to go back to that tent and someone's going to be taking herbs and rubbing them on your wombs. Gunshot wound. Here, I give you oregano, basil, rub it in honey. Good for you. You heal. <laughs> <laughs> Some herbs and honey. All right. God damn. Time, time has been reset. <laughs> right. John Day says you have a philosophy degree. Yeah, right. I ain't that smart. <laughs> this is what herbs do to you. Makes Gary think really well. Nah. If, nah, they distort my thinking <laughs> quite a bit, in fact. 
Oh man. No, you know, so listen, I, I enjoy having these conversations. I enjoy these great conference covers, uh, these great conversation openers. And that's what I was hoping was going to come out of tonight because I literally had jack shit for a show. When I called up my brother, I was like, listen, man, I really don't have much for the show tonight. Um, but I did want to tell you guys where I plan on taking the Mark G show. So as far as everybody, I tried doing it on Facebook and I even tried doing it on YouTube as far as the gaming aspect. And I was like, no. So as far as our Facebook page, our YouTube page, and our Wisdom app, um, we're keeping it straight to the Mark G Show, but we're widening the horizon on our conversations. I want to bring in more people, your more average people, and just have a conversation and talk about topics, you know, random topics. And they don't have to be political. They don't have to be culture. They can be talking about your crazy lives. Like, I would love to have this woman that I saw on TikTok come onto my show. She's called Mom of the Bees. And the re here's the reason why. This woman gets a lot of shit on her show because her and her husband literally bought a house for her to film her TikToks in. And she's crazy, dude. Like, she's phenomenally interesting, crazy. Her videos, she squirts mustard, like literally squirts, like has her kids like aim and fire mustard all at her to, to make these videos. It's fucking crazy as videos. And then people bitch like, you're trashing your house. She cleans the house. She even does videos as she's cleaning the house and people sees her cleaning. But this house is legitimately for her filming of her TikTok videos. It's nuts. So kudos to her. She has a website. I would love to like talk about what possessed her to do this. Like when she, what gave her the her and her husband this idea, like, hey, let's buy a house so we can make these obscene fucking videos and TikTok. And they went them. all in, dude. They did. They went all in. Like that's nuts to me. But kudos to her, man. She's killing it, you know? And that's what I love about these apps. That's what I love about Facebook. That's what I love about Twitch. I mean, I love how some of these people get creative and they blow up. I love how they can send that dream to our kids and sit there and say, wow, I can, if I'm really good at something or if I can, well, we got somebody, hold on. We got somebody coming on wisdom, man. Let's bring them no in. Shit. I love right. I, this second one today. Let's rock it. Jesse Stewart. Hold on one second here, guys. We're bringing in somebody from a wisdom app here. It's in a phenomenal app. Jesse, what's going on, man? Good evening. How's it going? Uh, not a whole lot, man. Just been listening to your uh, show kind of go all over the place this evening. Oh, dude, it's everywhere tonight, <laughs> man. It's everywhere. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's fine because you're looking to broaden your horizon. So, I mean, there's no better way to do it. That's it, man. I appreciate you coming in. So, you got something you'd like to... So, uh, I couldn't... Go ahead, man. Sorry. No, I no, don't mean to cut you off. No, no, man. I I'm curious what you would like to talk about. Well, so uh, I'm a little bit of a unique opportunity here because I represent the uh, colleges and I represent the skilled trades. Uh, on top of that, I also Twitch and TikTok and everything just like yourself. Uh, but I do have a suggestion for you. Sure. <laughs> you were going to do a hot wing challenge. Uh, why don't you play like a horror game and do the hot wing challenge at the same time? I bet people would pay to see that. <laughs> Oh, a horror game and a hot wing challenge at the same time. Absolutely. Explain. Oh man, you mean like golden. a horror, uh, like a horror video game? Okay. So, absolutely. So you play like uh, Outlast or something, but right before you get into it, you down five hot wings and just torture yourself both physically and emotionally through this video game. All right. 
No, that makes sense. You know, I downloaded it, man. So we'll, we'll talk about that real quick. So I actually downloaded a couple of them because I do that on TikTok. I have a download, like, and I've actually set up my TikTok to when people send me certain gifts, it would make like a horror sound to jump scare me while I'm playing my game and stuff. Um, I have that all set up over there. Uh-huh. I have the um, the Mortuary Assistant. I just recently streamed that. Let me tell you, I played that game until 2 o'clock in the morning, and it's a full-grown-ass man. I never had a damn video game make the hair stick up on my arm like that video game did. That game scared the <laughs> shit out of me. Now, now, have you played Outlast? I have not. I will have to uh, get that. I strongly encourage you to give it a shot. <laughs> All right, definitely. Now I will. I will get that. Yeah, game. that's the uh, when I was doing the when I was doing the stream thing. That was my number one favorite hit because they absolutely love seeing a grown man scream like a small child. <laughs> All right. So yeah. and especially if you got a deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we gotta get the Outlast game, some Hot Wings, and you know what's funny is I just got Mike. So I subscribe to Hot Ones. For those who don't know Hot Ones, uh, if you guys ever watched a show on YouTube, it's celebrities they do a series of hot sauce. And, you know, they start off mild to work their way to the spiciest. And I subscribe to this and I get those hot sauces every month. And I just got the last dab in. So doing this show, he's you, you don't even need to do the rest of them. Just jump straight to that one. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what I was thinking about doing. We'll do a set of uh, like, I don't know, five wings with the last dab. We'll shake it up in a bag. and Yeah, man, I can set up something like that. I'll definitely do that. My brother's over there shaking. His I, head, I right? think it'd be worth it. No, man, I appreciate that. I will definitely do that. I appreciate that idea. We'll figure out how to do it and yeah, no. we'll work it out. I appreciate that, Jay. Yeah, like I said uh, earlier when I said, oh, dude, no problem. When I said I represent the uh, colleges and the trades, it's an interesting concept for me because I'm a contractor by trade. I'm an HVAC contractor, but I'm a training director now. And I train at a local community and technical college. But I train the skilled trades. But people have to go and get loans just to do that. And now where it's through an actual college, like you were talking about earlier, the price of it is through the roof. And I can tell you right now versus what they're paying me does not make any sense. <laughs> right. I mean, what, what are your thought process on this whole thing right now as far as the $10,000 forgiveness? You know, I, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Uh, I put myself through trade school and I had to pay back what I borrowed. Okay. Where, where's my refund? I guess I hate to be that way, but <laughs> right, exactly. No, I and, and I that's mean, a lot of people feel, and there's even people. It's like, like, go ahead. I'll make a deal with them. I tell you what, if you pay off my truck, then you can go ahead and pay off everyone else's student loans. <laughs> There's a, Solid logic. Right? I mean, there's posts out there too that I'm seeing people saying, well, hey, since, you know, where's my $10,000, re- um, you know, thing on my mortgage? You know, a lot of people have FHA, Federal Housing Assistance more, uh, assistance for their loans on their mortgage. Where's theirs? Uh, they, there's a lot of stuff. Like, they, oh, no, I mean, yeah. Right? But everybody's got to work for it. Like when you buy a house, you're not expecting someone else to pay off your house for you. You, you're working your ass off to pay off that house. You, when you, I mean, if, if that's going to happen, then yeah, sure, do it for everybody, not just a few. <laughs> exactly, one hundred percent. Because uh, I'll be honest with you, if I could have got my twelve thousand back, I'd have been a okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely agree with you. If I if I could have got mine off, I wish I I was freaking one week shy of getting my associates and what I was trying to go for, and 
I ended up dropping out and ended up owing all that money anyways. But oh, <laughs> and it still had to pay it oh, all. No. Oh, yeah, it sucked. But that's what happens. It's life. That's the, Amer- it's the American dream, man. <laughs> it is. That it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, Jesse, I appreciate it. I'm going to tell you, man, your face does look familiar. I don't, I don't know if we're already following each other on TikTok, my man, but I almost think we do. If that's your picture. Right? I mean, it, it could be possible. It could be. Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate you coming uh, in, man. Let's it, I, I just do a bunch of silly stuff on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. That's all I do, man. I got, like I was telling my brother, I started getting into all those battles. That's how, like, when I first got my thousand subscribers, I started doing the, all that battle thing, and it was fun, man. As a matter of fact, I even started filtering myself looking like oh. a pineapple. And it was funny because everybody's like, oh, my God, I'm battling a pineapple. Sweet. And then, right? And then I just taught a buddy of mine. <laughs> I taught a buddy of mine how to do the whole filter thing. So now he's on there as the name of POTUS Potato. And this POTUS Potato literally looks like a Donald Trump potato. It's fucking hilarious. And he's killing the game, dude. He's <laughs> slaying it out there. Bad. It's awesome. But no, Jesse, man, I appreciate you coming in. This is like our. I know what uh, what got me the worst. Well, go for it. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, what got me the worst was the whenever I started doing the TikToks. So my podcast is an educational podcast about HVAC. As I started eight, like educational TikToks, no one gave a crap about them. The second I started posting memes, my TikTok followers started blowing up. And I was like, what is going on right now? It takes two seconds to make that. It takes an hour to make the educational one. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's what it is. I think, you know, people escape to TikTok or other social media for those short videos because it's a break away from re- like reality and they get a laugh or they may agree with someone that they see. Cause I'm going to say that app right there has the best algorithm I've ever seen. Cause it really does boil down to if you're in that one algorithm, you're going to see the videos that you like. And it's insane, man. They, they genius marketing, genius programming, on their halves. And yeah, it's, it's hilarious. So how many people want to see videos? And I was, we were just talking about algorithms. Um, my brother and I earlier today. So like I have two videos that went viral this month. Um, I want to say completely viral, but anywhere between 30 to 74,000 views, uh, within a week span. And all it was, was a video of me recording myself in front of my PC saying, I'm getting ready to stream Fortnite When you join my live and follow me, it's going to play a machine gun sound. If you don't believe me, come in and find out. That's all that video said. And that's got over 74,000 views. I'm like, okay, now there's a video of me and my son doing that whole uh, tortilla challenge. I'm sure you're familiar with it where you hold water in your mouth and you slap each other in the face with a tortilla. Yeah. <laughs> and go until the person spits it out, right? My son and I did that. And that one's only got like 5,000 views. I'm like, okay, so that video to me is funny as fuck. But yeah, this video of me just telling people, join my live, you're going to make a sound, got 74,000 views. I'm like, it's crazy. It's insane on there. Because they're chaotic. They're drawn to try to disrupt you. Exactly. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Well, I appreciate no, uh, it. They, they, uh, their guidelines need some work. I will say that. Yes, yes. And their For guidelines sure. really... I think the reporting system is probably one of the worst reporting systems I've ever seen in a social media app because the way it works is as soon as someone reports you, it's an automatic white screen. Your live feed gets kicked down and then you have to fight for it. And then they, I don't even know if the review, like when you send in that review, sometimes you can get it back in 15 minutes. I don't even know if that's done by a human or if it's still done by an AI. 
if the AI kind of scrolls through and looks for that trigger effect, and if it doesn't see it, it automatically reinstates the account. That's how I would like to know how that's doing that. That would be a very like yeah. thing for TikTok to come out and explain to people how the review process works. I would love to see that, to be honest with you. Because, yeah, I mean, I got banned for a t-shirt that said, <laughs> make the people fear the tyrants again. That was the t-shirt that we were talking about earlier that I was wearing. And that's what got me bananaed. I mean, I got I got reinstated back, but it's, yeah, the guidelines definitely, I'll agree with you on that. So I think it kicked them off. I think each guest only has eight minutes before it boots them. Oh, really? Okay. Just so you know, Jesse, that was not us. That was, uh, I think the app has a, uh, I saw a ticker counting as soon as he started joining our conversation. So sorry oh. about that, Jesse. Yeah. Interesting. Sorry, Jesse. We didn't, we didn't boot you brother. We definitely uh, didn't boot you. Yeah, man. We appreciate your, uh, you contributing, man. Definitely. Wow, man. So we've had two people come over on this wisdom app and yeah, that's man. cool. That's awesome. man. That's the first time it's ever happened to us. I, I like that. Uh, I uh. like that. Fucking love it. All right. <laughs> you know what? We've had a, quite a bit of social activity over here on uh, Facebook tonight as well as uh, TikTok. So I want to tell everybody that tuned in tonight, thank you for coming, uh, tuning into the show and showing us the support. Uh, please note that, like I said, if you want to be on the show, maybe you're a business owner and want to talk about your business, um, or if you got a crazy lifestyle, you want to talk about other things, I want to hear what you want to talk about. Email me, on air at themarkgshow.com. Once again, it's on air at themarkgshow.com, or shoot me a message on any of my social media platforms. Let me know because I would love to have you on the show. And eventually, I think my brother will plug his podcast so he can get some people on his show. Maybe later. Okay. You knew I was going to plug you a little bit. <laughs> next time. Next time. All right. Next time. So y'all heard that in two weeks, he's going to plug his podcast. Potentially. You're going to do it. <laughs> But listen, though, I appreciate everybody coming on here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and play a little outro. Gary is going to hang by. Everybody else on social media, I want to say thank you once again for tuning into the show. Without you guys, I would not want to do this show. I love seeing the people tuning in. Um, it's amazing. We have 58 people over on Wisdom, four people on all the social media platforms. We cropped out over 40 people over on TikTok. So, yeah, man, it's awesome. Let's, uh, let's end the show with, on, on this note. Gary, you got any final thoughts? That's a lot of people listening, so that's cool. Definitely yeah. appreciate the love, for sure. It's got a smile on my face. No doubt. All right, man, let's end it. All right. You've been listening to the Snowflake Melter, the Mark G Show. Mark is your everyday, hardworking business owner that loves America, and he certainly doesn't mind telling it like it is. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. To send an email, it's on air at themarkgshow.com. And find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at The Mark G Show. See you next time. We'll